gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice. Superheroes have to be around other superheroes. You know what I mean? That's the Hall of Justice is more about them just commiserating about their powers and less about them like actually fighting crime. Everett is the best there is at what he does, Bob. And what he does is the Hall of Justice podcast. Go, go, go with a smile. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Hall of Justice. This is episode 238. I love that we number these because then when people say they have the wrong one, I can say, wait a second, this is 238. This is the one. Uh, today we are talking about Invincible. We haven't done a review podcast in a, in a while. And for that, um, we have to, to answer the fans' demand. Um, there have been two things that have been on my social media involving the Hall of Justice, other than it's the wrong episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, the first is you guys don't do any reviews anymore. And I said, well, there hasn't been anything to review. And then secondly, where the hell is Victor Dandridge? <laughs> Those are the two things that I have done. Victor Dandridge has returned to the Hello. Hello. Buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm returning for a quick stand of monitor duty. And you, my friend, picked a good time to do this. What? A lot going on for the Hall of Justice. We are going to be having a poker tournament. Thanks to our good friends at Ignition Casino. I'll be entering and we can play against each other. It's amazing. It is completely free to enter. In addition to prizes for the people who do well, all the hosts have a bounty on them, meaning yours truly. This is amazing. And whoever knocks them out wins $100. So all you need to do is stay tuned. Subscribe to the Hall of Justice. Next week, they'll have the schedule. Everything will come out. You can go to their website at ignitioncasino.eu. So don't worry. All the invites and everything will come forward. Ignition Casino. We're doing a poker tournament with the Hall of Justice. Very cool. If you follow Victor Dandridge on social media, Vantage In-House, right? That's the mm -hmm. Twitter. Yep. And, uh, but you also do Instagram and the, the other things. You post all your stuff. You literally have 7,000 projects going on. I mean, one does not call himself the hardest working man in comics without it. So, yeah, but I used to think that was a bullshit title. I've yeah, never no. <laughs> you, now you're actually now you're like it. you. You literally, hey, listen, you got to dress for the job you want, man. So I've been calling myself that for a while. Now I'm just living up to it. That's it. What can you tell us? What are you doing? What, what what's going oh, on? Um, okay, so thinking about it, okay, I can say that uh, with conventions opening back up. Um, I will be exhibiting uh, soon. I'll have some new books out, which is great. Um, we've got a couple of books from the Vantage in-house phase two lineup that are coming out. Shout out to Never Too Late that I'm doing. It's the sequel to The Trouble with Love with Harold Edge returning as the penciler. Oh, cool. 
uh, Juan Cho, uh, who is done some amazing work with Aftershock, a couple other uh-huh. people. He's handling colors. He's a great um, follow on social media. Also, super dope, super super dope. Um, also, got to give a shout out to Adam Fields, who is bringing to life Point of Authority Family Ties. It's a sequel to the Origins Unknown short uh, Points of Authority, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with that one. I can talk about that. One thing that I can only vague book at is one well, of had a bury a lead yeah, oh my God. that's right that's right um one of the the titles from vantage in house uh is in contract it is it is in development um to be turned into an animated series i can't say which one just that's yet crazy an animated series an animated series an animated series and that means we'll <clears> see it in 2028 uh mm, could be a little sooner. Could be a <laughs> little, a Go little, ahead. like 26, maybe. Okay, 26. Um, we'll no, have the uh, flying car by then. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're listening to this now, or then, tell us. <laughs> right. If you're listening to this in the future, you're saying, that's hey, right. I saw that show. It was that's, pretty good. That's right. Um, it was on yeah, some no. app. It, it, it was on some app that we don't know. About. <laughs> that we can't recall what that is. Before uh, thoughts were piped in telepathically. Um, but yeah, so I can't say which book it is yet um but i will say that uh if you uh start stockpiling your vantage in-house books now you can't lose so grab one of all how about this (laughs) i'll throw out a bunch of titles and you blink how about that okay yeah there we go it's a podcast we can't do oh i mean sorry he was gonna do it well congratulations mom seriously dude uh great keep us updated and uh, when you all i want to do is i want to be in the media line I got the, you for the I got you. carpet. Listen, listen, I don't, when the I don't show want like airs, a pass or anything, or preferential <laughs> treatment, but I just want to be with the riffraff. Nah, just man, when the there. show airs, we're going to bring all the voice cast Victor, on here first. That's Victor, what we're going to do. Victor, can, 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 can you get a moment for a question, please? <laughs> uh, yes, Mr. Everett, please, if you would. <laughs> the, uh, Terrible. I love it. <clears throat> That's very funny. Well, uh, we have missed you. Uh, we've done, we haven't had that many reviews. I, I will say this. Um, we, we reviewed Jupiter's legacy, right? But we did it with Tyler Maine. Right. And I, comboed I, mean, that's a win. I didn't do Tyler Maine, the interview and then review Jupiter's legacy. Right. And I also want to say, I'm proud of, I saw Jupiter's legacy in three days. That was nice. the bingiest binge that I've done in a long good since job. Like daredevil. Yeah. Good job. Someone said to me, they said, uh, Hey, uh, we can get Tyler Maine. I went saber and that's, that's how my my uh, right. uh, mind went. And they said he's in this new show, Jupiter's Legacy. And I had heard of it, uh, but I wasn't like it was on it was on my list. It was right. I was going to watch in- Invincible first. I wanted to see other things first. It was not urgent. Boy, it's great. Yeah, it, it's great. And I'm shout out to. Uh, well, I mean, canceled in the world of Netflix. Let's just say that maybe there's there's some second life to it. The iteration that we know right now might have been canceled, but that doesn't mean it can't come back around. Shout out to Mark Miller, uh, my my great great friend and mentor, and so many different things. He uh, Mar- uh, he he was getting all kinds of compliments from Tyler, and what we, oh yeah, what we compared, and not to this is more for the audience, but to to what what the comparison that I took away from the conversation with Tyler Maine is what is it like working with Mark Miller and what was it like in 2000 when superheroes were not mm. as revered when you're working with Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart? That's wild. 
That's and wild. just the comparisons that he made were fantastic. He's oh man, I love a, it. A well-spoken guy. I, he did say that um, when he went into his audition, he went to a costume shop and got fangs. Yes. And just walks in and goes, "Hi, I'm Sabretooth." <laughs> and they're like, "Brian yep. Singer's like, uh, yeah, him, <laughs> right there, him, him." I do feel bad though. Like I feel like out of anybody in the X Men franchise, he's the one that missed out the most. Because, well, because he got replaced. Yeah, yeah. And I thought he was a great Sabretooth. He looked the part. He was awesome. I think he deserved more time to shine as Sabretooth. But, you know, let's give him another superhero franchise. All right. Yeah, man. and, he, <laughs> and the, the funniest question was, uh, if you saw Jupiter's Legacy, you'll appreciate. Uh, I said, are those your real feet? <laughs> <laughs> There's some big feet. Well, because he's in, in the in the in the prison outfit yep and he's reading the book and, and he's just propped up just... And he's propped up and he's like giant feet anyway this Huge. is episode 235 that was a couple weeks ago uh that was really fun tony isabella was also really cool creator of Black love Lightning. tony love and tony. it ties into invincible and we yes the conversation there because tony um was one of the few comic book creators that put a clause in his contract that said if you ever put any other kind of media on my character i get a piece of it yep and that's why by the way and he explains this in 236 why the super friends had black vulcan that's right they weren't interested in paying at the they time didn't want to pay tony isabella <laughs> nope 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 that's that's wild <laughs> yeah uh, and i'm re-watching uh, harvey birdman okay so black vulcan's all over it and it just <laughs> it makes me crack up every time but what you're seeing in Jupiter's Legacy, Invincible, The Boys, they're, mm -hmm. they're all comic-owned properties, comic-creator-owned properties mm -hmm. that are not Marvel and DC. But in essence, uh, you can throw the Umbrella Academy into this. They are mm -hmm. all... You can replace any of the characters with Justice League like, and sure. just tell these dark stories. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to make... Um, uh, invincible about Superman's son and Omni-Man is Superman in this right. in this Elseworlds you can tell that story but if he tells that story Robert Kirkman doesn't own it that's right that's right and that's the the key thing when it comes to intellectual property we are finding that creators um, have a lot more clout than we thought we did and really like when you want to go back into the history books of it all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is really one of the best showcases of that concept because, again, an indie comic that is now one of the most prolific pop cultural phenomenons outside of Star Wars, like, name me a person that doesn't know what the turtles are. Like, almost impossible. The um, the story, the, the thing that tipped me off on this, and I spoke to you off air about this, yeah. was the Ed Brubaker story. Yeah. About how Ed Brubaker created the Winter Soldier. They've mm -hmm. made over a billion dollars on that and he hasn't gotten paid. And so what it teaches. Mm. Wait, 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 say that. Well, he correctly. got paid. He was a work for yeah, hire. There you go. There you go. Yeah, he, he was a work paid. for hire. Extra. He got paid. Right. What, what 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 you're saying though is, and this applies to um Jim Starlin, who created Thanos. Mm -hmm. Um, there's there's all these characters that when you're dealing with billions, mm -hmm. you can spiff these guys. That, I mean, that that's something I I, I do believe. And Tony Isabella heard that and said he he had the foresight uh, to negotiate that ahead of time. Mm -hmm. But but what it tells you is that the better 
comic book creators are getting their own properties. And so whenever you see a Jupiter's Legacy, an Invincible, mm -hmm. check it out. Because first of all, if this entrepreneurial nature didn't exist, this would have just been an Elseworlds Superman. Absolutely. And you know what? It may never have been made because if, if Warner Brothers doesn't want to make it, they then don't it make it. Made. And this isn't to made. knock Marvel or DC, but this is saying that these are spinoffs. I mean, Omni-Man and the Utopian are, are, are just Superman. That, that, that's what they are. You just, that's all you need to know. And you don't need to memorize every character's name. You just know they have a Wonder Woman guy. There's, there's a, an archetype. There's the, a whole the, archetype. The speedy guy is red, shockingly. Yep. <laughs> he could have been silver. He could have been silver. Um, but no, no, you're absolutely right. Like when it comes to some of these things, um, this is one of those contexts or, or scenarios where, yes, you have a story that would work really well for Superman, Batman, whatever but it's your story until you make it a Superman Batman thing. And guys like Robert Kirkman, guys like Mark Miller have this understanding that there is value in the story and not just the character that it's supposed to be told for. And <clears throat> when you can do that, when you have that sensibility, um, you can, you can shape things to your own benefit, to your own fortune, really. Um, obviously, you know, Kirkman has had some history of success with, you know, AMC's The Walking Dead. So it it took some time for that to be, you know, a successful venture for him. Uh, the comic book, just like Invincible as a comic book, came out in 2003. The show didn't come out for almost, an, what, more than a decade after that? So 15 years. Yeah. More than 15 years. Yeah. So it took time for that, you know, position to be held. But, you know, Mark... Oh my God! You know how many but things Robert are based Kirkman on Mark's stuff? created Invincible the same year Ed Brubaker year. created The Winter Soldier. Wait, wait, no, no, I think he created 2002 and 2003. I thought he didn't create Winter Soldier till after that, but that's possible. That's very no, no. possible. He claims right, it's though. 2002, and okay, but but in 2002 there wasn't a conception. Right. This is what I want to understand about Robert Kirkman, and you know, you could argue Todd McFarlane as well, and mm -hmm. Jim Lee. You could all, all the Image guys, you know, but this idea that. Uh, why would I think that a comic book from the 2000s, the early 2000s, mm -hmm. would ever be animated or would ever be in a live action anything? And nobody, nobody thought that. Nobody thought. I mean, when, well, when the Winter Soldier comic book came out, right. did you ever go, boy, that Captain America had been a goofy movie about a guy it's with true. a motorcycle. It's true. I mean, but to be to be fair, when they announced that Captain America Winter Soldier was coming out, I thought that was too soon, considering how recently the Winter Soldier had been created. I was like, that's really soon. Why are they doing that? That's crazy. So, yeah, like I wouldn't that's have crazy. guessed that that would have been there. But at the same time, I definitely would be more mindful of creating new characters, new concepts without a backdoor clause like Certainly, like once once the image revolution happened in the 90s, right. I don't think there's a single modern creator that shouldn't come in saying, let me get like a 2% ownership thing. Like if something else happens, let me just get 2%. I don't, I'm not asking for something huge because obviously it being under the, you know, the house of ideas or, or DC comics or whatever, that's going to make it valuable. I just want like a little 2% joint to be like, yeah, he did do that. Like, no, let but, me just but get that. Nowadays, nobody's doing that. 
that's because nowadays everything that you hear about in comics is independent. I do yes. not hear the DC and Marvel are the only thing I'm ever hearing about are things based on superhero shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's part of it. Like a lot of these superhero shows are based on concepts and material that most people didn't have that clause to so that the, the corporate entities that own them, they make the most money off of it. If not the only money off of it, you might get a shout out, but you know, Tony's one of the smart ones. Now I do question and, and wonder worry, if you will, the reason why black lightning got a truncated existence is because it was reaching a point where they were going to have to pay him more money. He thought, he thought that. Yeah. 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 He, and that's, I mean, says that. he says that. Yeah. And that's a, that's a and very painkiller show didn't get picked guy. up by CW. Right. Right. So, you know, and why the, you know, for the longest time they had it separated from the rest of the Arrowverse so that it wouldn't get that push, you know, so that it wouldn't have the longevity so that you don't have to pay him. It's, it's all kinds of things like that. I mean, it goes right back into um, the deals that Marvel made in the late nineties, early two thousands, when they positioned Stan to no longer receive um, his annual salary but to only get a percentage of things that were not directly tied into the comics, you know, and, and then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, we're going to make some movies. And Stan very smartly was like, Hey, that's not a comic. Yeah. You owe me some money now. And they're right. like, well, no, 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 no. You said you're absolutely right. It's, it's a really weird. Um, it's a weird dynamic because what it's evolved to yeah. such the level of, I still just believe that you could spiff these guys. I mean, you, how much did Disney make on Endgame and yeah. Infinity War? You, 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 Thanos in this incarnation, and I guess Jim Starlin also created the current uh, lineup of the Guardians. Yes. Ron Mars, who's a mutual friend of ours, mm -hmm. uh, who's been on the podcast before, you know, he created Kyle Rayner. Mm -hmm. He didn't create Green Lantern. But There's Kyle a. Is his there's a HBO max green lantern series. And if mm -hmm. Kyle Rayner makes an appearance, he doesn't get a penny. Nope. Nope. That's, that's crazy. Nope. All right. Uh, invincible. Um, yes. you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't see the book. I wasn't a comic book person when that, when that came out. Um, I, I didn't see the book. And when the show came out, I was very happy to go in uh, sight unseen. Okay. Um, I thought that was really, really neat. Um, you had a much different perspective. You know, you uh, you read the book when it first came I out. I love that book. Right. And <laughs> and and so I guess the, the first thing I wanted to know is how different is it? Very, very, very different. Um, what's amazing um, in the 144 issue run that, that Kirkman has, there's a legend built into it um, within the first year, the first 13 ep or issues. Um, there's this legend. And <clears throat> I'm going to say it's legend only because I haven't personally talked to Kirkman to find out if that part is true. I've heard it in interviews. I've heard him say it in interviews, but he hasn't said it directly to me. So um, the idea is that Invincible was on the verge of being canceled within its first year. And so the hook, the big twist that if you've watched the show, spoilers, um, happens no, in the last... Everything, everything in the, just... I mean, I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, if you've watched the show, Right. And you find out that Omni-Man is is not there as this benevolent, you know, demigod type character, but he's actually the, you know, full frontal, you know, uh, inter intercessionary for a conquering force that wasn't supposed to happen within the first year of this title. It does. 
And part of it is because the sales were going, you know, lower and lower and lower because it was kind of like kind of dwelling in typical superhero fair. You know, it was the, the kid superhero going through high school stuff and people were like, oh, that was cool. But no, we need something else. And so Kirkman is told, hey, whatever your big thing is that you were planning for issue 25 is not going to make it. So do it now. Do it now. And that's and the Omni-Man. Right. So, okay. So, so yes. the, the show, but the, in the show, you see uh, Omni-Man kill the Guardians uh, in episode one. That's not, right. It, that happens right away. But you don't know. You don't understand why. You don't see why. You don't see why. And there's a lot of things that upon watching the, the episode and getting deeper into the first season, I thought that really what this is, is more of the way the book was supposed to work initially. So like there are things that happen in the show that in the comics, it happens after so in the I'm comics, in he's parents. training uh, Mark and you don't know that he's actually a murderer. You, you, when he murders them, you do know he murders them, but he doesn't murder them to like issue seven or eight. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so, yeah. so when he's training him, so, so in essence, they go back on, on the timeline, you've seen this thing and there's an investigation going no, on. No, no, no. That the, hasn't even happened yet. Like in the book, but I'm yeah, saying in the, in the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. existing. So in the book, mm -hmm. it's, it's he gets these powers so so his dad is going to help him and mm -hmm. it's oh gee whiz good dad you know helping right. him out father son moments when they're playing catch around the world and exactly stuff like that okay yeah yeah hey, look I, I, the whole thing is not about the book versus the show i i thought more about i did want to see how it was different i think the 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 thing it is about very... the thing about this uh show is it has very um it's it's very from the point of view of the kid yes and thus skews a little younger than some of the other like it, it, than the boys or jupiter's legacy or right. the, those it, this is very much his story mm -hmm. and you see it from his perspective and the stuff with uh him trying to get a girlfriend and side storylines like the mm -hmm. robot storyline like you could tell that it's jam-packed because no comic book issue is uh pulled in that that far what i thought they did brilliantly was weave in between the storylines yes a lot yes um and that was a testament and that you could see that it's over 15 years of crafting this like this was an eight episode series that was very very mapped out Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like huge shout outs to everyone that was in the writer's room to take something that was established, has been beloved by um, Invincible fans for years and find not only an interesting way to retell that story, but then to do something new with it in many cases where those of us that have been longtime fans, we don't know the actual answer because it does change. It changes in the most perfect dynamic ways possible um one of the biggest ones um again issue or episode one the way omni-man fights the guardians of the globe that is not what happens in the book in the book it is a very quick almost uneventful sort of killing like he just comes in and just murders everybody and it's done this was one of the most graphic beautiful brutal showcases in all of television that i've ever seen it was it was fantastic like i remember like i was watching the first episode and i was like this is this is good like it's not blowing my mind yet 
but this is good. I'm going to enjoy watching this. Mm -hmm. The moment that Red Rush sees, you know, he looks over and pushes Immortal out of the way and Omni-Man comes in with that punch. I immediately sat up. Oh, shit. What? What's about to happen? What are you doing here? What? You know, and from that point on, I'm just like, this is amazing they they lulled you into a false sense of security you're like oh this is just like a cw type show might be a little bit more bloody but that's oh like yeah well the animation style is very bruce tim like it's yes very it On feels purpose. very with the shadows but the brightness and mm-hmm. you know the, the the way the flying scenes go like it very much feels like something you've seen before mm-hmm. and a lot of the voices are all familiar voices I very mean, much so in the first season um the two uh, blue guys, the the Maulers. Yeah, the Mauler the, twins. The Mauler twins, which, by the way, the fact that they can clone each other. That's it's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but that's Kevin Michael Richardson. Yes. Yes. You know, um, uh, Black Samson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's um, Carrie Payton. That's Cyborg yep. from the Teen Titans. That's right. Um, uh, I love that you're saying, like, from Teen Titans. Way to use his voice like people work. Know. I like, like that. Like people, <laughs> people know. <laughs> yeah. It's also um, King Ezekiel from Walking Dead, guys. Just throw that out there. Carrie Payton is King Ezekiel? Yes, yes. Oh, from The Walking God. Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so many Walking Dead people from, like, in this show. It's amazing. Um, Clancy Brown, Damian yes. Darkblood. Um, Mark Hamill's in it, but yes. he plays the guy who makes the costumes. It's hilarious. That was absolutely it's brilliant. Uh Jillian Jacobs, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays, like you said, Adam Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, but JK, let's not bury the lead. Uh, Sandra O. Oh. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean Fantastic. Sandra O. Oh. Oh and and JK Simmons. Oof. The most brutal, beloved character actor, I think, of our age. He is fantastic. I mean, the I, voice cast is just amazing. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Walter Goggins as uh Cecil, like, you know, everybody is great. Everybody. It's it, it's really it's really great. Um, the uh, storytelling is 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 very um, it, it, it's to me the 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 difference. It's it's not like anything else. Sure. That's the, the best thing you can say. It, it's really the ultimate compliment because um, there are so many of these things now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing this this deluge of creator owned properties that are just now coming to fruition and it's good for them good for them good for them good for them and you couldn't tell this story if it was dc dc would never let you tell this story no never ever you can pick a crisis it's never gone down this violently like it could be somebody i'm going to destroy all of time in the universe and superman's like can we talk can we can we can we trick them into something let's put them in a phantom although although uh Watch Invincible and then go re-see Justice League Dark Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that gets close. That gets close. We That's talked about the that movie with, uh, with Tim Sheridan. And, you know, remember, you know, James Tucker said on this podcast, um, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War was written before, before. Avengers Endgame. Yes. And it is darker than Avengers. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. But it, but see that, and it holds up with this. Yes, um, it's it's great. It it really it really is um, uh, fantastic. Who was your favorite character in the show? <laughs> Except Rogan's character, that was great. <laughs> Alan Alien. <laughs> Alan the Alien. That That's good. Funny. Um, 
the guy uh, Rex, um, Rex Jason Manzukis. <laughs> yeah, Rex is awesome. <laughs> He's hysterical. Um, he does a great podcast. They do a podcast called How Does It Get Made? Yes. How Did This Get Made? And they just they go through bad movies. <laughs> the greatest episode of that podcast is Superman Four. It's oh, uh, I'm wounded. It's I'm Jason Manzukis, uh, Paul Shear, and um, June Diane Raphael. She plays uh, Brianna on Grace and Frankie, and she nice. so Jason Manzukis, Paul Shear, and June Diane Raphael. Uh, they do this podcast called How Did This Get Made? And they just take bad movies and they <laughs> review them. And it's hysterical. And it, it really it. It, it really is is funny. It. What's your favorite? Um, who's your favorite character in this? <clears throat> as the story progresses, it becomes Mark. But as of right now, it's definitely Omni-Man. There is something delicious about the characterization, the conflict um, of that character. In fact, I actually um, brilliantly so uh, have a conversation with Dr. Uh, Scott Jordan. Scott calls the Viltrumite movement very Nazi-esque. And like, mm -hmm. I'm arguing against that, which is hilarious. Cause like, why am I arguing against this concept? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like looking at the the details for him. And I'm like, there's a, there's a thing for me that keeps him from being like a Nazi. He's not a Nazi. Um, he is definitely disconnected but he's not aiming to be evil like his point is not evil it is it is this almost uh um, that's a great villain yeah yeah is this chaotic neutral like he's like look i'm not killing these people because i want to kill them i'm killing them because literally in my reference in my point of view they are pointless yeah and i'm not saying that because you know they don't matter as individuals to other people just over time it won't matter. Like I will be here and they will not. What does that mean? Well, well, and that's, that's a very Superman uh, right. concept of, you know, what happens, you know, in kingdom come, what happens when Superman is old and every one of his friends has died off. Right. You know, right. and th th that, you know, he's basically telling that story. We should give a shout out to Stephen Yoon. Um, oh yeah, definitely. He plays a uh, uh, Mark. Uh, Grayson, uh, who's invincible, and uh, he's he's great. Fantastic, uh, absolutely fantastic. He, he's great. The um, the torture scene. Yes. When his friend gets yes. the, the Cyclops eye. Yes. What was that? It was then brilliant. When the, when the robot wants to put his body into a new person, <laughs> like slug. the air burns my lungs. You're like, oh yes, it does. God. Oh God! Oh Stop. my God! Ah, that was, I love that it. was crazy. Like it just takes you in places you weren't expecting. That's right. That's right. The moral conversation is really what drives this series um, because the idea of morality being this very fluid thing is the centerpiece. And that's the thing that's the hardest for most people to deal with because we think, you know, what is good is good. What is bad is bad. And anything that dares to challenge that, well, no, 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 you can't give caveats or you know justifications that's that's still not good but in this regard they're like literally let's look at this you know even even to mark's girlfriend where she What's her name amber yeah amber i hate her um her readily knowing yeah, she's kind of a kind oh of she's clown. terrible she yeah, is she's terrible. A terrible human being uh, played brilliantly by zazie beats yes yes uh she is low-key my crush uh has been for a while and um <laughs> just just putting out there but um but no like she is she is a diabolical human because even like there's this whole play on where you've got this fun sort of teen angsty good boyfriend bad boyfriend this and again in that sense of morality 
everything that Mark is doing is right. Like literally what he's doing, the way he's doing it is the right way to do this. And for her to admit, acknowledge that she knew what he was doing and still wanted to get mad at him. I'm like, oh, you suck. You suck so bad. You're the worst girlfriend of all time. When uh, when the guy plays Titan, uh, yes. Mahershala Ali yes. uh, plays Titan and tricks him. Yes. That Brilliant. Was awesome. That Brilliant. was awesome. Brilliant. Um, you know, that's the entire Tom Holland Spider-Man uh, movies. Yes. Yes. Just, he's the young rookie. He doesn't mm-hmm. know. And he just uh, comes in. And see, um, okay, so wait, wait, for, for stuff like that, that's what makes the book so very interesting. That stuff doesn't happen until after Omni-Man has made his turn and is right, gone. Right, because it's, it's another arc. And right. What they did, you can see it. They, they took an arc and they made it a storyline, but that's not the, ma- the main arc. Exactly. So it's, it's, it, it turns into he goes, he decides to help him, he sees it. He, right. You know, it's very well uh, drawn out. And that's why this whole thing feels very, um, I don't want to say scripted because it's obviously scripted, but mapped. It's it's, it's just brilliantly mapped. Like it was all coming to a place. Um, It's been renewed for season two, correct? Two and three, two and three. That's right. Where are they going? Well, um, based on the book, does Omni Omni man (laughs) come back? No, not for a while. Good. Not for a but while. That's not good. For a long but while. that's good. But that's yeah. good. He does some stuff. Though I'm not saying he's not there. He just doesn't come back. And no, but that's good. But that's yeah. good because you want to have that pay off. Oh my God. Do you ever? And there are things that like okay, so way back in the early years of the 2000s, um, Kirkman had a uh message board, a forum board on imagecomics.com, and I was a young writer and i took this is this is one of my biggest flaws in my career so i i would say that kirkman is one of my favorite writers of all time and if i could think like he was then that was a statement of my writing ability so i would actually go on there and predict what i think would happen in the book and it was like i think this is going to happen da, 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 da. and then when it did happen i'd be like see i told y'all and i actually had a moderator come in as like you should stop doing that. And I was like, why? Because people are hating you for ruining the experience. It's like, even though you don't know, like there's no way for you to know this ahead of time, unless you're Kirkman, but people are getting pissed at you. Like, why did you, why did you spoil it? And I'm like, well, I, I mean, I couldn't know. I'm just trying to project. So I have ideas that I think are going to happen in this series, but I won't say them because okay. I don't, yeah, I don't want to. It's going to be it. like 2029 when that this comes out. So I, I don't know, man. I think this one. You think it's being fast tracked? Oh heck yeah! That's why they did uh, uh, seasons two and three same time. Right, so they could produce it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. for the animation, those things get uh, redone. Uh, oh, well. I, I have very high marks. You know, it's hard to compare it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to compare it to the boys, for example. Right. I, you know, because I, I don't I mean, they're, 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 they're very different. They're but they're different. It's very. Not, even though they're both quasi justice leagues, they're different. You know, well, you got to remember, like Garth Ennis doesn't like superheroes like right. he doesn't at all. Like and he's open about but that. Robert and this Kirkman is, does. Robert Kirkman loves superheroes. So even that perspective as as quick and dirty as they is, both might that's be that's what it is it's it's so exactly. the fingerprints of the creator 
Yes, and very, very not, much. So. Not to knock the 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 creators that came before, but how many people know who killed Superman outside of people like you? Oh, oh, I was gonna say like everybody in my house. No, <laughs> no but the mass, but the no, mass you're media right. Knows Warner Brothers, you know, DC killed Superman, right? Not the story of Mike Carlin and Dan Jurgens, Louis right. Simonson, and like and that and that crew. They don't know that part of it. Right. And what image did and, you know, I've known Todd for a, a, lo a long time and right. I've heard just the idea. But when you saw Spawn, mm -hmm. the HBO series, you knew that was Todd. Like, yeah. That felt like Todd, you know, uh, he's developing another Sam and Twitch show. Yes. Which, by the way, should that. be broadcast on Twitch. I mean, how do you? I not mean, have how do you not? Sam and come Twitch on, it's not right broadcast there. on come Twitch. On. I mean, it, Twitch, get it together. Write the check. Write the check. What went on the bad guy? Be Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Good job. All right, job. we like we, we 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 like Invincible. Before we let you uh, uh, roll, yeah. Um, two quick things. Number one, Superman and Lois. I love that show. It is. It is fantastic. so good. It is better than anyone. And I don't care who was Anything. like, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. No, it's better than everyone thought it was going to be. Oh, my Way God. Better. I had no expectations. Oh, my God. I was thrilled because Tyler Hecklin came on the show and the right? kid, uh, Alex Garfin, came on right, the right? podcast. And uh, Bitsy Tullock corrected my spelling because I spelled his name wrong. In the good job. Show Way to notes. fix it. Um, I had no expectations yeah. and I was just like, how are they going to tie in? Cause I, you know, I, I, again, why is Kara uh, fighting Lex Luthor, but he's right. not right. I, I did. I just didn't understand. They have gone down a rabbit hole. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The scene it's when the, the military shoots at him with kryptonite. Yes. And he wants to kill all of them. And he's ready and has right? to catch it, has to catch it. Beautiful. I mean, Beautiful. I, we're not just kissing his butt. In, no, 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 no. Like, he no. is a great Superman. And that is a that is a spin that I just did. I yeah. anticipate that show every goddamn week. I mean, but you have to you have to really give Tyler his props because for the first time ever, his Superman was a side note character and he made him a star, a star. like without he question. took him in such a direction that I, I mean, his when he breathed the, uh, uh, the 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 kryptonite uh, dust. Oh yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Mad about it. Yep. And he goes, Upset. Trust, trust is a two way thing. Oh, that's right. God. Come on, man. That yeah, is. And she I is Lois Lane. She is. She is fantastic. Totally she Lois is fantastic. Lane. She is all of the. Back in the day when they wanted, uh, they used to fan cast, and they were they were like, um, Courtney Cox should be Lois Lane, and I'm like, <laughs> she didn't get her chance. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she didn't get her chance, but I'm so getting those vibes now. And I think she's perfect. I love it. Like the she's, investigative she's reporter um, side is fantastic. Uh, the, the Emmanuel Chiriki. Yes. From uh, Entourage. Yes. She's perfect, Lana. Yep. And if, you know, the one thing you could argue mm -hmm. is it is kind of a uh, a sequel to Smallville. Sure. You didn't have the the albatross of the CW universe. Right. It, it really is. He goes back to Smallville and he's, yep. he's Lana again. And I mean, all you need is a Chloe. That's it. 
You can't have a Chloe right now. We don't, we don't do this. Uh, you know where she is. Is she, is she available? You no, she is not. She's, she is, she is not. Why have we not had her on the podcast? I, I uh, because the aligning the schedules <laughs> would be very difficult. She's lifting, bro. She's lifting. Okay. She's getting strong on the yard. Oh, Terrible. God. Uh, okay. So along those lines, um, Batwoman and the Flash yeah. have they haven't jumped the shark they have leapfrogged over and had bat shark repellent <laughs> and these are they two shows Sharknado. that i loved i love they are sharknado yeah they have sharknado which is they're something all, totally different oh my there's uh there was one scene grant gustin gets this uh like positivity dust and yes. he starts dancing and I'm like, stop. It's the anti-Spider-Man 3. And and the amount of times that Kate Kane has died and come back and yes. got, died again and come back. And I'm sorry, but Alice, you've had your run. Like, and I'm I'm done. I, I can't right? I can't take this anymore. I mean that come on. And that show got renewed. Their Wayne Manor is built on a Lazarus pit. That's what happens. The only thing I like is that John Diggle came and uh uh is going to convince Luke Fox to become Batwing, that, which is awesome. Which that's is pretty awesome. cool. That, it's a it, that's pretty cool. But uh, that that's been rough. I mean, yeah. those two shows are rough. It's a it's a whole lot going on. It's a whole it's, lot going it's, on. It's out of love. I, I it's hard. It's, I get it, it. It's, but Superman and Lois, I race to see it. It's always on the next day, you know, and it's right. Cutter, and I watch it. So it's Wednesdays and I Wednesdays. My my Wednesday morning is always what yep. happened on Superman. And Love. I love it. I love it. That's uh, fantastic. Um, what else? Anything else? I don't know. Uh, I mean, nothing I can. Like I said, I can't talk about a lot of can't stuff. talk about anything. <laughs> no, but that's but, good. That, that's a great feeling. Yes. Um, when writers do that, you know, Tim Sheridan did that last week where he's like, I want to tell you, but I you want to do and it's like, yes, you did that. That's what you want to say. You want to say that right there. It's so true. It's so true. So I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Uh, congrats on all your success. Um, Thank you. And just, I, I can't wait to see what it all comes about because you're a creative, creative mama jama. Thank you. And Thank you. You. Uh, you, you have a lot, uh, a lot going and I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see, but you got to come back and visit us every once in a while. I'll do, I'll do my best, man. I mean, when you, when you asked me about this one, I was like, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, yeah, you know, we're recording in the middle of the night, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Okay. Monitor duty is monitor duty. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Hall of Justice. That's Victor Dandridge. Follow him on Twitter, uh, Vantage In House. He also does the Instagrams and the Facebooks and all the all the other things. And man, he's got a lot of stuff that he's coming out with. Uh, so you definitely want to see him on social media as well. Uh, meanwhile, rate and review the podcast because that's how we stay. Uh, marketed by iTunes, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
Thanks for listening to the Hall of Justice. A quick reminder, our friends at Ignition Casino have the poker tournament. Ignitioncasino.eu is the website. The poker tournament is going to be revealed, and there is going to be a lot of people participating in this, including yours truly. The Hall of Justice, you can beat the Hall of Justice and win prizes. It's free to enter. Ignition Casino and the poker tournament coming up next week right here on the Hall of Justice.